I have not put any color in my locks. So there is a reason. Okay, so we are live. And let me just do one more thing. I'm able to see. Okay, so we are live. Welcome everyone. Um, my name is Nikki Lopez. I'm the um, artist and project curator for the Aya Arts Project. Um, the, uh, this is the second artist talk. We're going to be talking to some of the artists that has work selected for the Aya Arts Project. The Aya Arts Project is um, a project with the Housing Authority and Atlantic Pacific companies um, where we're uh, gathering art. We did a call for artists. We have um, commission works. Uh, we had, you know, virtual chats as well as workshops. And this is all going to be going towards uh, one of their um, new buildings, Silbo Ben 2, which is affordable housing for seniors. And so this is what we're going to talk a little bit about some of the works. We, I think it's probably about 20 artists all together and 50 pieces. Um, 50 works that's going to be a part of the permanent collection um, for this uh, sailboat bed too. So I'm going to call on someone else. They could give a quick intro, call someone else. And when we get through, we'll go get to talking about the art. So I'm going to, um, I guess, David. Woohoo! David <laughs> likes to go first. <laughs> Thank you, Nikki. Um, I, I guess I'm also setting the, the uh, parameters for what we are going to say and do as artists. So let me start off by saying I will not be dancing today. Um, so for those who came to see me dance, unfortunately, I have a uh, problem. Uh, specifically, I don't want to tell you all about the problem, but I, 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 it's not life-threatening, so I can't dance today. But I will happily talk about the photography that I am contributing to the project. Um, so for those who have not met me, I am David Muir. I, I call myself sexy man. And that's because I think of myself as intellectually sexy and has nothing to do with physical characteristics for those who see the sexiness and thought it could have meant that. No, it's really just praising myself and my intellectual capacity as a person who just wants to uh, sing my own praises. But in addition to that, I am really honored to have been considered to be a part of this project I have dedicated a lot of my time and energy to um, the community. And this project's uh, meaning for me is really, really powerful because I was really thrilled that I was able to contribute parts of my community um, through, through my photography to this particular project. So um, I'm really excited. Um, I don't think we have any previews of the work because I didn't send them to Nikki, so I'm a bad boy. Yeah, um, <laughs> I have a couple pieces. Oh man, darn it. No, I thought it was yes, gonna, you're not getting out of that. I thought I was going to slap by. Anyway, um, but no, like, so sincerely, like, you know, I have um, been dabbling in photography for an awfully long time, but I, I changed my whole career path and really took. Uh, photography more seriously about 13 years ago and I started on a project uh, uh, pieces of Jamaica which was documenting my homeland in a specific way it ended up being uh, an exhibition series that, that did very well and then 
eventually turned into a book of my work. But that pieces of Jamaica really was something that, you know, um, for me was speaking volumes to how much I honor my culture, honor the people of my culture. And there are uh, a couple of pieces that will be included from that collection into this submission, as well as, um, which I'm actually even more proud of, the fact that I have been able to document some parts of the local community, um, specifically in the sailboat bend um, and uh, even even better, Cistron communities. So uh, part of where this um, new facility, and as someone who's about to be a senior, and I'm hoping to qualify <laughs> to live there in a few years, um, I am really thrilled to be able to contribute a part of what I consider to be historical Fort Lauderdale to be shown in this wonderful building. And so I did a series of images recently for another project um, that was honoring um, all of the Sistrunk corridor. And so I was able to really make one significant contribution of a very large piece that is going to be shown. So I don't know if you have that one ready yet, Nikki, but, uh, but that's definitely one of the pieces that's uh, being contributed and I'm really proud to be able to share in both my Sistrunk and downtown Fort Lauderdale imagery, as well as my homeland uh, from Jamaica. Thank you, David. Now you got to pick on somebody else to introduce oh, yourself. Somebody to follow me. Well, <laughs> since I'm not wearing my glasses, I'm going to have to just go by who I know is on the call. Nikki, you're next. No, I'm, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I think I should put my glasses on because I, I know T-Pop's on here. I can see her um, at the bottom of my screen. Uh, I know, um, again, I do believe we have a few others on here. And again, I'm like, who, who's there? Who's there? But uh, since I'm not clear and my eyes are failing. So you have Cheryl, Cowlett, T-Pop, and Kathleen. Those are your choices. <laughs> oh, my goodness. No way. No, I'm definitely going to choose Cheryl then because, you know, Cheryl was just calling <laughs> me out saying I look so different earlier. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to work with Cheryl. Cheryl, why don't you join and tell everybody about how you came to be a part of this project or specifically what have you contributed to the project? I will, David. <laughs> We're going to get to the art part, but like more of an introduction. You could add why right. you're part of it, but yeah. Oh, you know we're going to freestyle it. Come yeah, on, yeah. Sarah, freestyle. <laughs> so I'm Cheryl Brown. I'm a ceramic artist and I was I was very excited to be part of this project. Um, I have a studio in Fat Village where I work and I teach and I exhibit as well. And um, I'm gonna talk later about my project. So I'm not, gonna, I'm not gonna talk about that right now, but I've been working in clay for a long, long, long time. Took some uh, hiatuses to do a few things. But uh, since 2014, I've been working pretty steadily in my studio, Celo Clayworks. And um, that's pretty much who I am. <laughs> Come on, there's <laughs> keep more. Keep it short and sweet. Come on, there's <laughs> more. Keep it short and sweet. <laughs> yeah. Well, whatever you feel like sharing, we're, you know, I, I'm definitely fine with freestyling a little bit, um, but uh, yeah, and then you could pick someone. All right, so I'm going to pick T-Pop. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> hey guys, I'm T-Pop. 
and I am a Miami local artist here who does portraits and murals and whatever I pretty much can get my hands on. And I am extremely honored. Thank you, Nikki, for allowing me to be a part of this project and actually doing a huge piece that I haven't done in a long time for it. So I'm, I'm pretty excited to show everybody and talk about it later. I don't know That's if there's great. photos. I, I hate to interrupt you, Papa, because I know you're introducing yourself, but you're doing a large piece. Can you just give us a little idea on the size and do we get to see it today? Uh, no. Ah. <laughs> That's a great answer. <laughs> no. <laughs> Darn it. All right. I mean, I was going to make it my backdrop, but I said, But yeah, thank you, Nikki, for letting you know, allowing me to be a part of this group and especially this group of artists. And I'm, I'm really excited about um, putting it on display. Yes, yes. Happy to have you. And who should I? Kathleen, you're very quiet. <laughs> I am. I almost feel like I should go last. Oh, no, you're already okay. up now. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> You've been nominated. <laughs> All right. Well, I will. I will. I will accept the baton. So I'm Kathleen Dean. I'm a filmmaker. Um, I am also the uh, newly appointed director of arts and theater performance at the L.A. Lee YMCA Mizell Community Center. So um, I was super thrilled when I got a call from Nikki last year in the middle of the pandemic <laughs> um, asking me to document this amazing project that she was undertaking with all of you brilliant artists. So um, I have had the pleasure of collecting your, your video, recording some of, some of the artists present here today, some not on the Zoom call, and putting it together to tell a story and, and amplify your beautiful voices even louder through the, the medium of, of film. So um, as a storyteller, uh, it has been my pleasure to um, bring your images and your artwork to a medium where it can be shown on a big screen and shared with people all over. <laughs> cheers. Yes, cheers. <laughs> So I get to pass the baton to Kala. Ah. Hello, everyone. Um, I think I'm last because uh, <laughs> Kathleen is the only one who can pronounce my name. So <laughs> 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 um, yeah, she got it right. Uh, and it was wonderful to have you come to my studio and you know have a, that interview conversation. And it's nice to meet the others I haven't met in person virtually right now. Um, so a little bit about myself. Um, well, my art practice, I think that's what everyone's pretty much discussing. Um, I'm a painter primarily, but I do everything. And I imagine that I am capable of doing anything. So I'm open to everything. Well, you know, <laughs> everything <laughs> as far as, you know, making goes, um, making art. <laughs> so, um, 
yes. Uh, I painting is my first love, and uh, but I draw and uh, make ceramic works. I do some, you know, interesting sculptural things. Um, and I'm always trying to stretch myself and discuss through my art practice, the things that concern me in the world, in my personal life, and you know, the things I see that are social issues that need to be addressed, that others are addressing, but they just don't have the same voice that I have. So I like to have my voice you know, be heard through my art practice. Thank you, thank you. Um, and then, uh, well, I think I kind of was self-explanatory artist, curator, um, creative advocate. So I do a few things. I'm doing this wonderful project with the Housing Authority. I'm also doing, um, not similar, but there's some elements of similarities uh, with the new LLE YMCA Mizell Community Center doing arts and um, capturing history and creating art with that and programming, virtual programming. So I'm really, I'm so honored to have all of you here and to be a part of this. And I'm really excited for, you know, what we're doing um, for ourselves and our own individual art practice, as well as what we're doing for South Florida and Broward County in particular. So I'm going to go ahead and get the slides. Well, I see we have Dr. Ramona LaRoche from Arlick on here, and we also have Trish and Jane. Thank you so much. Um, yes. And we also, the Facebook on me just on here, and we also. Oh, we have Scott on uh, Scott Strawbridge, um, who I definitely have to send out an extra thank you. Um, Scott is with the Housing Authority. He's also doing some work with LA Lee. Um, Mizell Community Arts Center, but with Housing Authority in particular, Scott and I have been working for a number of years doing a lot of art and community engagement projects. And he's the one that kind of like pitched the, the idea of like, hey, we have to put art in this building. Why don't you do your thing um, and bring the community together, make it intentional, create diversity and also connectivity and, and showcase that. So um, definitely have to give a nice shout out. Um, Will we be able to see the attendees? I'm not sure because this is a webinar format, you'd only see the panelists, but we could see the chat. So that was a question from um, the, the Zoom panel. So let me go ahead and what I'm gonna do is share the screen and go through the slides. And as I get to the artists, you know, you could kind of take over and talk a little bit about your work. Um, you could also, if you didn't mention it earlier, but if you if you did, you could reiterate it, you know, before you finish, just to remind people where they could find more of your work or connect to you online or something like that. Uh, so definitely please uh, take that opportunity to do that. And so let's see here. So we have, I think everybody can see it. We can see. Yes, I'm just making it a little bit smaller so I can see everything. So uh, this is the arts, um, again, the artist talk. Um, Marcia Brito was supposed to be with us today. Unfortunately, she had an unforeseen circumstance, so she's not able to join us, but he, she is one of the artists. Um, this is the second artist chat. We had one about a month ago. 
And so here, this is the virtual programs that we had so far. We had the first um, intro to Aya with Scott Strawbridge and myself talking about the project, you know, the concept, what we're doing, the call, all those things. Uh, we also had Black Legacy of Broward, where we brought together historians and art and had a really rich and wonderful conversation about a lot of um, Black history in Broward County in particular, connecting it to art and connecting it to how we could showcase, use art as a tool to show those histories, as well as we had, um, well, Kaula was on that panel and we had Shire. So Shire is an artist um, that uh, she was commissioned to do three portraits. So her being on that call was to kind of absorb which one of the people, which three that she was going to pick came out of that. Um, we also did Indigenous Legacy of Broward, talking about, of course, some of the, that we're on Indigenous lands, if anyone doesn't know, um, but also bringing that conversation into, you know, what we're doing now, because if we're talking about Black Legacy of Broward and Broward County, um, we definitely have to have a conversation about the indigenous aspects of um, the lands we're on. We also had a creative workshop with Cheryl Brown, and she'll probably get into that a little bit more with her piece. So we wanted to do a workshop. However, because of COVID, we had shifted to virtual, but people came together to talk about, you know, things that are memorable to them and symbolism. And, and Cheryl kind of guide, guided us through a creative workshop where everybody um, created something that was meaningful, connecting to those stories and gave it to Cheryl to use as a concept for her to develop a tiled piece. And they, everyone there is going to be signing the piece. So it's, you know, Cheryl's making it, but it had elements of community collaboration. Um, then there was the first artist talk. So all of these, if you go to whatsyourelephant.org slash project, you could also go to YouTube, Nikki Lopez 19 or Nikki Lopez Creative to find um, those chats. So this is the building, courtesy of Scott Strawbridge. I saw him post some pictures. So I'm like, oh, these are updated. <laughs> so uh, thank you, Scott. So this is the building. It sits right by the water. It's huge. It's beautiful. Um, it's almost finished being built. And then we're going to have to install the work and see they could, uh, the, you know, it's really nice. They're going to have all that artwork in a brand new building and they have these wonderful views. So the Aya Arts Project is a sailboat band two arts and engagement acquisition project. Um, I'm doing this for the Housing Authority at City of Fort Lauderdale, as well as Atlanta Pacific Communities. Um, so yeah, there's 19 artists, mostly local, um, including an indigenous art artist, as well as two international artists. So I thought it was, you know, very important to kind of note that because, you know, it's, this is a Broward building, it's mostly Broward artists, but we do have that, you know, where we had international artists as well as an indigenous artist doing piece. Um, over 46 pieces of art. Um, there was a call to artists that collected most of the works and then there was a handful of commission pieces and the culminating video installation um, by award-winning filmmaker Kathleen Dean. <laughs> <laughs> so David, you are first and you have two slides. So um, this is one of the pieces. So I guess, yeah, if you could talk a little bit about it and then I'll go to the second one. Wow, so that is, I mean, I, I want to bring Scott on. He should be in the in the panel too, because here's the beauty of this work. Um, again, I was very fortunate. I was uh, commissioned. <laughs> I like that term 
as an artist, commissions are always good. I was commissioned um, <laughs> to do a series of photographs um, documenting the Sistrunk Corridor. And, you know, it's actually on display now currently at the African-American Research Library. This um, specific piece is a small version compared to what we actually did for the Aya Arts project. But um, a, 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 one of this actual image now is residing at um, Arlick. Like I said, it's a much smaller version, um, but it was part of a commission that led me to really, um, you know, creatively uh, document and showcase um, all of what there is in the Sistrum community. And why I particularly love this piece for this particular project is that the same river that we see in this image is, uh, the, is just a continuation of the same river where this um, building is residing. So the sailboat Ben 2, which you know, sort of like comes in at the mouth of the river um, coming out, out, you know, from out, out of the ocean, um, this is what the same waterway continues on deep into Sistrum and it's the same, um, I, I, I shouldn't say it's the same because it's so much further along, um, even though it's still both in downtown Fort Lauderdale, this is the same um, path of water. And so this specifically is something that is very meaningful to me because of how we get to this path of water. This is um, in an area of Sistrum that is most um, mostly unknown for the most part because there is a lot of um, unutilized land or, or, or uninhabited land as you'll see on the right or in the primary area of this image as well as um, to the left of the image you'll see that there is a, like a little uh, part that you can see of a boat dock which happens to be the back of a home um, on that uh, same Sistrunk area and so in these communities they, they're exist a lot of things that people have yet seen or explored. And this image really is uh, an encapsulation of a lot of the unknown. Um, part of why I love this image, and I'm gonna get a little technical until you run me off, Nikki, just to say like, you know, I don't do a lot of imagery where the horizon falls to the center of my image. But in this particular image, I really love to be able to show the um, reflections. And so it's more than just that it's a waterway. I, I particularly was in love with the cloud patterns and the, the depth of the blue in the sky that day. And so I, I broke sort of my tradition for my horizon being sort of center stage because I really wanted to be able to showcase the reflections, both of the trees and of the sky, the clouds and everything, you know, in that deep um, water river that we are showcasing. So this this work, and again, I, I don't want to say everything, because at some point people need to see it and get their own experience, but this was really uh, what I consider a calming moment, to see this amount of beauty in, an, in a neighborhood that sometimes gets um, disparaged for not being calm. It can be so extremely calm and so beautiful. And so this really represents um, the neighborhood and the river and everything that is downtown Fort Lauderdale which you can't even see one building properly. If you look deep into the picture, you can see a few of the skyscrapers peeking over the top of the trees, but it's so unimportant because you don't get to see it unless you search for it because all you're seeing is the tranquility. And so here is the tranquility of downtown Fort Lauderdale. 
in the Sistrunk area. Mm. Yes, beautiful. I would say, you know, um, uh, the, the group I'm in, Diversity and Aquatics, we do a Sunday meditation at the beach at the Eula Johnson Mizell. And when we are on that um, little bridge, this is the image that's in, that goes in my mind, kind of connected to that, you know? Um, yeah, so I actually love that bridge as you mentioned it because it has a similar um, serenity. Uh, again, there's a lot of those little kayaking tours and things that takes place at that park just under that bridge. And this area does have the same tranquility, but just no tours yet. So maybe one day soon we'll see where, you know, they set up the, the tours and you'll see those kayaks and the jet skis and the things like that rolling through these uh, waters as well. Absolutely. And so we have your second slide. So I know these are not the actual images, but you're um, also gonna be putting some of the pieces of Jamaica in there. Um, so I know, especially when you're dealing with, you know, affordable housing, you know, there's gonna be a lot of predominantly people of color and in, especially South Florida, there's quite a bit of uh, Caribbean people. So I kind of want you, you know, um, I know we haven't selected them, so we're still working on some parts of the works, but if you could talk, uh, you know, talk to us a little oh, bit about Absolutely. I, I didn't mention in my intro because I didn't realize I was going to have this other opportunity to speak <laughs> about my work. So I, I, I'll, I'll reiterate, I mean, this project just was so powerful and so meaningful to me. Um, you know, there's so much I could say. I, I'll, I'll keep it brief to say this. Um, break all stigmas so you know people see things based on their own experiences and my experience of jamaica is just simply all bliss that's where i was born it's where i grew up and i really think that it has just been um you know so powerful for me to have the opportunity to tell my story of how i perceive my country and all that happens there for the most part people know my country for its tourism it's excellent in entertainment, whether it be through sports or through music or through its um, infamous history of some negative things that have taken place there, whether it be through political violence or other things like that. And so in this particular set of work, um, what I really you know, worked on for my own sort of sanity and my own clarity is to show how the people and the culture are much richer than what is exposed to the world through the media. And so through my own media, what I would endeavor to do is to showcase all of the different parts of our culture through the activities that people do. So, you know, from left to right and what you put on the screen, we have uh, a lady, actually, unfortunately, the restaurant doesn't, um, isn't open anymore, but that was a very popular restaurant in the Montego Bay area, um, you know, very tourist uh, rich area uh, that's on the main stretch. And this was a lady doing her um, work at the time, you know, wrapping up these knives and forks and, and cutlery to be a part of the dining experience later that day. And so as someone who's providing service, I, I really love her attitude and her joy. Um, second image, particularly, you know, yeah, the, the produce vendor. Um, she's selling, you know, um, oranges, tangerines, scotch bonnet peppers of every color and so on. And this is literally... I spent a couple of days in the market, literally just sitting there and just soaking it all in. And I took a lot of images of people um, making sales, people you know, conducting transactions and so on. And this is just one such case. This is a lady who's picking out the uh, peppers to fill a bag for someone who's placed an order. 
And it's just really, this is just raw and real. There's nothing staged or nothing. None of these images actually are all candid. Um, and it's a part of my work that I treasure the most, you know, when I do street photography, particularly representing culture. Um, the third image is a gentleman who is doing upholstery for a motor vehicle. So uh, most of us in America would buy our cars and everything would be, you know, pre-opposed and everything would be in, in place. And if um, something goes wrong, we typically carry it to the dealership and they would repair it. And in a third world country like Jamaica, we tend to, um, you know, go to our own people and not have to depend on the car manufacturers because we don't have any car manufacturers in Jamaica. And so we have to improvise. And so this is a gentleman who works on redoing upholstery for motor vehicles. And he's currently working on fitting back up some seats here by you know, working on the, the seams for how that particular upholstery job is being done. And then the very last image on the right is one of a tailor um, in Spanish stone. So actually I should have said, the, the, the one, the two, in the, the two images in the center are downtown Kingston. The image, the first image on the left is in Montego Bay in the tourist area. And the last image on the right is a tailor in his, um, you know, I guess the best way to put it, I'm just gonna call it his tailor shop. Um, it, it has other connotations when we talk about this work, but this is in Spanish town, which was the old capital. Before Kingston was the capital of Jamaica, Spanish town was the capital and this is, in the heart of you know Spanish town, where he's simply working on tailoring clothes, and I I, I do want to point out too as a big part of it for me again, it's not relevant to the specific Aya Arts project, but it is in another way, is that people in Jamaica because again of it being a third world nation and so our developing nation does not have the ability to buy things new, so they don't throw things away. So if your um, sewing machine breaks, you fix it. You don't just buy a new one. And so in the two images to the right, I, I love that we can see that these are really old, at least in, in terms of age. Both of these sewing machines are at least 50 years old. They're still in work in order. They're still being used. And this is a sort of innovation that we have in Jamaica. If something breaks, we find a way to fix it. And it, it's such a rich part of our tradition to, you know, to, to go and continue on without um, you know, letting anything get in our way. And finally, I would say this to Nikki, I think it's brilliant of your selection, is that uh, none of these are necessarily very young people. The, the, the service lady waitress on the left is probably the youngest in her 40s. And everyone else is a, is a senior, which represents those people who will be in the building. So this is a, a good selection of, of images from my book um, or from my collection of, of work called Pieces of Jamaica of which I will submit um, some of those to be in the building as well. So thank you for that. Uh, thank you so much. Absolutely. I, and I think uh, it's a good point that you made about the age because I think it's good to have both. You know, it's good to see young faces, but it's also good to see faces that are also the same age of the people that may be in that building. Mm -hmm. So, um, and I love just, you know, just, uh, you know, there's, there's so much art that's going to go in this building and so, so many different types of art in fields. So, you know, to have like a broad reach for everyone who's there may have a piece that in there that they may like, oh, this is my piece, this is my wall right there. So um, thank you for that. Uh, we do, let's see, uh, I don't know, David, that might be one of your friends. Uh, we have Norris Stephenson. Oh yeah, Norris. Yeah, he's okay, same blessings, bro, bro. <laughs> <laughs> he, yeah. funny, funny enough, um, 
I think he's someone who we would be um, wise to incorporate in this type of um, community because he is, is a very talented performer. Um, and I, I think that, you know, again, thanks for reaching out, Nori. Um, but yeah, he is definitely one we should be in touch with here. Absolutely. I think, yeah, because uh, we definitely have programming. I know I do programming sometime involving um, performance art. I know Kathleen is going to have, you know, programming needs for the Victory Theater. So absolutely. Um, we also have Scott says, thank you. Um, thank you, Nikki, and all the artists for your contributions to our seniors at Sailboat Ben. I can't wait for you all to see your, the work, your work installed. And then we have, um, I'm not sure. So we have Mark Francis saying, I hope that we think about focusing on the Norfolk Blueway that has some real significant, um, significance west of this area. So, but yeah, well, you know, if you're a photographer, you know, get some pictures, that'll be great. So, okay, let's go moving right along. So we have T-Pop. So this is a work in progress. Oh, um, oh. T-Pop is next. Talk about her work. <laughs> What's going on, T-Pop? Oh, oh. T -pop. <laughs> I'm looking at it now. I love it. I do love yeah, it. Yeah, man, Marvin. <laughs> and you know what? As I did the slide, I must have thought about that David might ask you the size, and I took out the sizes. <laughs> that was there. <laughs> Good job. Good job. Good job. <laughs> Looks like it's going to be large. Looks like it's going to be real large. <laughs> I, I love it. Marvin Gaye is the boss. Well, this one was actually really interesting because I, it started off as like a, um, it was like 24, 48 inches. And then I was just like, you know, it just needs to, it just needs to be bigger and it needs to be, you know, I don't know. I just, I just got above and beyond the project. Like it's literally in one, two, three, four pieces. It's one long panel on the right side where you see the blue and the brick and then the pieces that are on the left are three squares. So they're like 24 by 24, the squares, three on the left side. And the basis, my idea for this is because of last year was so, <laughs> so traumatic for everybody and people asking questions and the biggest question is like, what the hell is going on? is what mm -hmm. everyone wants to know. So I didn't know what to do for this, honestly. Like I wanted to do a portrait, but I wanted something to be, you know, something that people will always ask a question, something that people can interact with, which what you see is not quite what I have up there now, but I wanted to, you know, add words and have the song and, you know, people of a certain age, we all know what this song is. We all know the words, we all know Marvin Gaye, we all know what to represent it. And so it was important to me to do a piece that not only represented where it was going, but what was happening in the time that, you know, was of 2020 per se. Mm -hmm. I love that. I love that you incorporated something that is kind of like referencing the past, but then very, very current. Yeah, See, I got to I got to tell you, I love it, too. I love I feel like I just want to go hug Marvin right there. He looks, <laughs> he looks, he looks huggable. He looks like it's like, man, I mean, my mom saw on? it and my mom loves it. She's like, I, I want it. And <laughs> that's her man right there. <laughs> but I love that you have the sketch there. The sketch was hard. 
Yeah. Yeah, because I figured, you know, it kind of also reinforces that this is a work in progress and just kind of showing the progression. So um, I'm really excited. I love your work so much. I can't even, um, I'm always going to say that. Um, just all the colors, the layers, the symbols, the faces, the words, you know. Um, I so, I there's, a lot of, there's a lot of elements that I want to add because Marvin Gaye was, he was such a cool dude that, you know, there has like his shirts and his hats and you know, he was, I just love the guy, you know, okay. so. He, he is the truth. Can I ask a question? Sure. Yeah. So in your sketch, <laughs> there's a big question mark by the piano and I don't see it in the, in the, in the updated version. I know this is not final, but I, I would love if there was a way that you could incorporate like that question. It doesn't have to be the mark. It could be something in the piano. Some I don't know what it is, but I just figured you're, out. You're, ve out. you're very pushy. You're very. <laughs> right. I am. If it's I, a question, you have to have a question mark. <laughs> all, right, all, right, all, right, all, right, all right. I love it though. I do love it. So. <laughs> that guy, I tell you. <laughs> Maybe we could put a little tiny question. <laughs> uh, we could put it on like a clear film and take a picture so you can send it. So. Hey, <laughs> you could also ignore me. But I, <laughs> I know. I am. I, I am. Fun. I am. It's just fun. Kind <laughs> of broke that. Okay, so we have Dr. Roman said the textures are great. The brick makes me think of the project walls. Ah. Well, the brick, the bricks. I don't know when exactly I started doing the brick elements to the pieces, but for me, it represents building. And last year was a, you know sort of a rebuilding of the country, of the world, everything. So like the bricks sort of, I've been putting it a lot more into a lot of my pieces that, you know, really mean something to me, mm. which is pretty much all of them. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. And then and there's a little gold leaf and mm -hmm. there's, a, there's a lot of elements and there's paper, there's ink, there's, you know, there's a lot of things in there. Absolutely. And where can we find more of your work? You can find me at T-Pop Art on Instagram. Okay, thank you, thank you. And so next up we have Cheryl. So we have a couple of slides uh, to go through, but Cheryl is doing, um, this is just representing of the clay quilt. And um, I guess if you wanna, we could go to the first slide and go through it. Um, yeah, I just wanted to talk a little bit about the project and, you know, we kept trying and trying to actually be able to have community uh, members make the tiles or, you know, put their work there and um, things kept falling through. So we did the workshop uh, to get concept for the project and it was a storytelling event. Uh, that we were going on a cultural journey. Uh, I engaged everyone to start thinking about their cultural heritage and to kind of just take a little trip back in time or, or even, even now, present time, present day, uh, around their culture. And there's so many different cultures here in the South Florida area that the quilt, which is a storytelling mechanism, um, became the vehicle for presenting some of the different cultures uh, that we have and different moments um, 
and and to represent a variety of things in the Fort Lauderdale and, and Broward South County area. So, so basically I had asked everyone to just kind of put themselves uh, in back in a place, a moment in time, and to think about what they felt and what they smell, uh, what colors they might see, and perhaps who are the people around them. And each one of us took turns telling a story. Uh, and, and actually my story was, my cultural memory was about quilt making, growing up in a family that quilted. So it all connected in. I didn't make that connection when I came up with the concept of doing a clay quilt. But the more I thought about it, the more I was realizing, you know, this, this really does represent my, a cultural moment in my life. So then everyone told, shared their story and um, I asked them to do three things. I asked them to choose a word or a phrase that would encompass their recollections and to choose a smell and a color. And I also asked everyone to identify uh, what, what cultural culture or cultures they identified with most and then to create some kind of a visual symbol that that would represent all of the things they were thinking. It could be a plant, it could be an animal, food, uh, ancestral symbol, anything that would come to mind. So what I'm lacking here in the slides are the images uh, that uh, the, pat, the, the, the participants actually put together. And some of them were very vague, but now I'm trying to take those, those concepts and work them out. So starting at the very beginning, we went to the Sailboat Bend uh, building that was in process just to get an idea of where this would go as well as um, how it might be able to be hung there. Um, so truthfully, they ended up building in a large wooden panel in the wall so it will hold the weight because these things are pretty heavy. So I'm going to just take you just briefly through the. Uh, did you have a question? No. Yeah. I'm just going to take you briefly through the process. Mm -hmm. So I have a large uh, piece of equipment called a slab roller, and it's it's like a rolling pin with a wheel on it that you can turn. And I rolled out the clay and then took a pattern and cut these into 13 inch squares. So by the time they shrink, they should be about 12 inches. And if you look at the photograph on, um, on the far uh, right, that is actually the beginning of one. So I'm trying to incorporate a lot of different techniques and layers of color and pattern and, and textures. And what I did for this one, first one was I uh, laid down some color right onto the raw clay that will be absorbed. And if you go to the next slide, Nikki, we'll sh get a more of an idea. So I'm gonna go back to the, to the picture on the left in a minute, but on the right, you can see now what has happened with that painted tile. The gray lines you see around the colors are incised, so a tool is actually scraped into the clay to pull that out. And it's a white clay when it fires, so those are going to be white. And the pieces that you see on this one, it's pretty representative of 
the feel of South Florida, but it also draws upon uh, my, my work as a clay artist. I have a production line that's called Texture Stories. And so what you see on the left is actually one of the slabs that I create for my texture stories. And I decided those would make really interesting textures um, that could also give you that feel of being a quilt. And coincidentally, while most of my work is more conceptual and um, often draws from the vessel, I, I have other things. I have a line of ornaments. I, I have a production line. Um, I do create other things as well. But so what you're seeing here is I, I, I have a series of ornaments called the Florida series and they're palm trees, alligators, suns, and a flamingo, but I didn't put the flamingo here. So I decided to just take you know, what I, what I have already and try to incorporate it as well into this piece. So what's gonna happen is this is gonna, actually this piece has taken already about three, three and a half weeks just to dry. So these, these pieces are about one and a half centimeter thick um, and inches, it's about three quarters of an inch and then the applique pieces on top of that. So in order for them not to warp, they have to dry very slowly. And that, that, uh, that, that's taken like about three weeks. If you wanna to go to the next slide. Oh, wow. So these are a couple of other pieces that are, are part of the uh, clay quilt. And um, someone had, had expressed that the sea turtle was important. Mostly they really related a lot to all the environmental um, parts and the, the outdoors. So I decided that I would do the sea turtle. And just to show you part of the process, the first photograph, uh, the first turtle, which is on the pink background, that was when I was taking all of those tiny pieces and cutting them out. I created a pattern and the knife that I used to cut around the tiles of the fettling knife, I also used to cut out each of these little pieces that again were created with the texture story texture. And prior to, learned a lot doing the first one uh, of the process and where I needed to go, but um, I, I then took the piece, drew an outline of it, took it off. And then I started with the color. If you move into the color of the water, um, that is again, uh, underglazes laid down on the clay while it's wet or, or not dry yet. But, and then once those are absorbed into the, the clay, I took my incising tool and did the rippling water effects. And what you don't see on this one because it, it isn't the complete piece is uh, that I also created a border that goes around it. And that's what I was trying to work out in the first image on the left as well. How to lay that out, how I wanted it to look. Now, not all of the tiles will have borders but many of them will. And if you look at the last image on the right you can kind of imagine what the turtle piece might look like um, when it was finished and everything was laid out. Uh, the third 
image was a concept um, from one of the Afro-Caribbean um, participants. And I'm not even going to try to say what this <laughs> what this icon is, but um, but it's an icon she chose from um, the African um, symbol. symbols. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, and so I did a stylized version of it. Um, it's the the spiral. Im uh, imagery there is actually representing the horns of um, a sheep or a goat. I'm not sure which one, um, but the, the ram's horns. And it symbolizes strength and humility, which you can't see very well, but I'm also trying to incorporate some um, text in there as well. So on this particular piece, it says strength and it says humility. Now, when you look at these, they're not finished. They're just in the first phase of the actual tile. And when it gets fired, the colors will still be vibrant and everything that's gray right now will be white. So this is only half of the job. The next part when they come out of the kiln will be to actually take some coloration and apply it to the part that's white. And uh, I, I'm going to be putting colors up on the texture and then wiping a layer off so it will go down into the, into the imprint and the top will be a little bit more white. But in this particular piece, uh, she had chosen the Jamaican colors, uh, the rest of colors. So the part that is right now gray is going to be green. So it will have the red, yellow, green and black incorporated. And I think that might be the last one. Yeah, I think so, yeah. Thank you. So, so basically there's supposed there's going to be um, 15 of these and they'll be laid out like the tile in the first slide so that it it resembles a quilt, but it's made of clay and each each piece will, each tile will tell a story about the variety of culture we have here in South Florida, our wildlife as well as our, our uh, plants and, and uh, symbolisms and images that draw, were drawn from the participants in, in this workshop. Very cool. Mm -hmm. Thank you. Yeah. It's a big yeah. <laughs> it's, yes. And drying is really drying is really important, and that that's what takes slows the whole process down quite a bit. Now I know why I've never done sculpture. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> truthfully, truthfully, if I'm building a sculpted piece, I could actually have it built up and pretty much ready to dry and fire in the better part of a day and a half. Cause you know, when, when you work with clay you have to wait till it's to the right consistency yeah. to hold on to. But, um, but anyway, I don't have a problem with it, T-Pop. Praises <laughs> to you, praises to I'm you. patient. Yes, Carol, will, will every uh, tile be different? Yes. 
every tile will be different and they'll be representing different things. Now, I didn't have as many people uh, participating in the workshop as tiles have to be that that will create the whole installation. However, some of them are coming from me as an interpretation of the idea as a whole. So there's going to be some historical things going on. There's going to be one that uh, that dates back and, and honors the Tecesta that was uh, in the area. Another one about uh, Fort Lauderdale history. Um, general, a general piece about American life and, um, and, and, and several others that, that other people contributed ideas to. Wow. Lovely. And then one of the tiles is going to be, uh, we're going to figure out a safe way to do it, but one of the tiles, all of the participants will be able to sign the tile. Um, and that's going to be one of the. Yeah, and I do have an idea about that, actually, but but I'm not going to worry about it right now. Yeah. But yes, all the participants, everyone who, it, who gave some concept, they will be represented in a tile. Yes, thank you, thank you. This is an, I can't Good job. Yeah. <laughs> it, it's a big job. You, you know, T-Pop, you were talking about how yours grew in size and size and size. I mean, these are smaller units, but it's yeah. quite a large idea and concept as well. Absolutely. Um, and I just, um, oh, we have Deborah Kerr on Facebook saying hello to everyone. Hello. Hey, hi, Deborah. <laughs> yes, yes. Uh, let's see, moving along, we have Kathleen. So we have two. Um, we have one of the photographs and one of the video snippets, even though there's going to be a video installation, but yeah, so. Kathleen. So, oh, uh, you surprised me, Nikki. I didn't know you were going to include it. But, um, so I, I also dabble in photography. And uh, this um, particular piece here, I thought would be really fabulous uh, to contribute to the art for the Aya Arts Project, because I think that youth, uh, you know, being around children is really important for, for, for us as we age. Children keep us young and vibrant. And um, these um, serious looking youngsters um, just sort of uh, caught my eye. Um, I love that they're, they're paying serious attention. And I think that it's something that could definitely bring, bring joy to, um, to the residents of the Sailboat Bentu project as they, they gaze upon these beautiful children. I love it. He, the, the one on the left-hand side looked like, right. <laughs> <laughs> Let me not bump into him. <laughs> they are serious. Yes, yes, yes. Thank you. Um, Kathleen, what? <laughs> we have Grecia. Um, thank you, Nikki, for bringing our creative artistic community together through this amazing project. And congratulations to all the participating artists who are leaving their artistic legacy in Broward County, thus becoming very important part of the Florida of Florida's history. Absolutely, absolutely. Yes, thank you for those words, um, Gracia. Thank you so much. And so then we have um, 
So there is going to be a, a, a monitor um, with a, a, one of the the main things will be a video installation that Kathleen is doing, but she also did this um, uh, kind of a video snippet for social media to kind of just, you know, give a little flavor about the project and this was used to, so I'm gonna play it real quick, just a little over a minute. The music is from a local um, multi-ethnic, multi-age women's drum ensemble, which Gracie was a part yeah. of Venus Rising. So like it. Yes, yes. So I don't know if you want to add anything to that, Kathleen. Or, um... Yeah, so you know, as a as a filmmaker, um, one of the, the techniques I like to use is like expansion and compression. So I wanted to kind of to dabble between the 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 larger view of the environment, you know, the the building across the river, and then to take it take it into the details of the artists working on their their uh, various pieces. So it was just sort of like, um, and from conception, you know, so mm -hmm. to kind of tell the story of, you know, there was nothing but some plans on paper and the curator kind of thumbing through them and then the whole development to um to the to the end of the project so mm -hmm. uh, yeah good job kathleen thank you t-pop <laughs> <laughs> and it shows how big that you know that large i love that you got that you know bird's eye view of the the building it's like huge you know and then you see all the water and everything yeah, thank you. We uh, was, you know, called in some some drone operator to get some fabulous shots and yeah. they came out really nice. Yeah. And I like um, like the, the different samples of art, um, uh, you know, because, you know, again, it just speaks to like the, the diversity of the type of work. You know, we have paintings, photographs, clay works. Uh, copper, there's going to be a, a, a two wall copper art installation, beadwork. 
So there's a lot of things going on. So absolutely. Um, let's see what we've got here. Oh, I forgot. I had one piece. Who's that? Who's that? The other chat that I did, someone said, aren't you doing a piece? And I said, yeah, I'm actually doing two pieces, but I didn't think to include my work. So I included one of the pieces. Um, so, um, you know, a lot of people are probably familiar with my more colorful, like the, the masks and uh, some of the concrete alien, uh, a lot of different things, but I do also do some abstract work from time to time. Um, so this is really, uh, this one is um, sometimes I'm blue and just kind of, you know, um, feeling how I was feeling in the moment, you know, of, you know, everything going on, you know, there's, you know, there's some bright colors in there. So it represents it. It's not everything is dark and dismal, but there's just a lot of just things going on in the world, in my life, in the project. Um, so this is more just um, an abstract piece that's gonna be on a wall with um, uh, it, the, the color choices were to kind of complement some portraits that's gonna be also um, uh, bookmarked on, on this particular wall. So this was an abstract piece. I just kind of wanted to do something where there's just like more of going with the flow and the feeling and that type of expression. So that's one of the pieces. Uh, it looks like earth. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the so there's like the swirls and spirals yes. and you don't know if they're spiraling down or spiraling up or they're spiraling right. everywhere. <laughs> so, um, which, you know, sometimes that's how I feel on the inside, you know? So, um, I mean, we all have to get up and, you know, do the work that we commit to do and, you know, try to keep a, uh, uh, level head and, and deal with our, you know, our work, our obligation, our children, if you have them, cats, um, just like <laughs> <in general. laughs> so, um, so, um, so yeah, that's the piece. And then there's another one, another piece, but um, it's not done as yet. So this one is, and this is, uh, this is a probably outside of some of the mural works I've done, um, which was normally done with like, you know, the DJJ sites with teaching art residency. This is probably one of my larger pieces that I've done because like what, four feet by five feet, something somewhere like yeah. that. So this is a pretty large piece for me. So that is my work. And then we have Kaula. So Kaula is the last um, artist that we have and we have a few slides to go through. So Kaula, if you wanna like, Hello, speak. <laughs> hey, let me know when to, to go ahead and go, uh, go to the next slide. Okay. Um, thank you. And before I even get into this, I'm not going to take a long time getting into it, but before I get into it, I would like to express something. So I, the last talk, and I know that you have that available for people to go view, they can click it somewhere. I'm sure you'll tell them. But um, the last talk, I wasn't a participant, but you know, I definitely tuned in. Um, something that struck me and made me really you know, glad to see is that there's such variety in the artworks that are going to, that have been selected and the artists as well. So there's gonna be you know, a lot of 
opportunity for the residents um, of Sailboat to, you know, go to their safe, happy place. Or if they're not too happy, they can go to a place where they're like, you know what, this reminds me of my tragedy, <laughs> you know? So it's just a wonderful, you know, mix of um, visual elements for the guests to enjoy. So good work curating. Yeah. yeah. Um, and I appreciate you, Thank Nikki. You. <laughs> okay, so uh, let's get into this. So my contribution um, is, so this is a sketch straight out of my sketchbook uh, that was for a larger piece that's an, an eight by eight foot painting. Um, and this painting, so when I was approached, when Nikki, you know, came to me about the project, you know, I'd I, I, she told me all about the history of the area. She told me about the, you know, this new building is being constructed and the type of residents who will be living there. And, you know, I, I, my wheels just immediately started turning. I sometimes think faster than I can walk. Um, I don't know if that's good or bad, but that's what it is. So um, I had, started this piece and <clears throat> you know this is this is just the beginning so this was the idea this eight by eight foot piece and because of my space i had to do it in section in segments so the top part um actually was completed in, and i decided to use that for a different project altogether so i had these other two parts and then when we started talking about this project, I was like, oh my goodness, this will be perfect for it. And I decided to reimagine it for this. And it kind of makes me think about what T-Pop was discussing when she was saying that, uh, when she was saying that you know, this piece ended up getting bigger and bigger and bigger, right? Um, so this piece actually got smaller. So if you want to go to the next one. Um, oh, wow. No, not that, not that, not that. I'm sorry, we have it in the wrong order. No, nope. it's the long one right there. This one? No. Oh. Oh, oh, oh. Oh. Sorry, we didn't do a run through. Yeah. And I this image is late, so let's be clear that partially my fault, surely. So is this the one that we're going to? No, no, no. It's the one that's the two sketches together. Oh. oh. I have my glasses on, so I don't know <laughs> what the problem is. <laughs> <laughs> is it this one? <laughs> they look good. Well, okay, we've seen them all now. Seen them all now. <laughs> Beautiful texture. <laughs> No, no, okay, so what the hell? Go back, go back to the original thing there. And then I'll just describe it out to you. Yes, okay, the original one. Oh. So, yes. Okay, so, that, so if you can visualize that top part, if you put your hand over the screen, the bottom part is what we're gonna be using. So it is an eight foot by four foot, it's four feet high, eight feet wide, but it's in two sections. 
So those two segments are going to be on different walls. Um, and originally, so in my, in my work, uh, I use portals and these portals. So there's, there's, there's quite a bit of imagery that I use in all of my work. Or you'll, you can say, okay, Kyle would probably did that. Um, I've been incorporating these scratching um, and it kind of reminds me of the bricks that you were talking about earlier, T-Pop, where, you know, these bricks, they, they're becoming more and more important or you want, or you start, you just think of the bricks maybe, I don't know, but I yeah. think of scratching and it's about the building, but the building is, you know, this labor. And then sometimes all you see is the finished building or the finished structure and you don't really think about all of the labor that has gone into that. And I think this is a really important thing to consider for you know the elder residents who are gonna be in this space and their home is now here and all this life they've lived and however much more life they have to continue living, you know, it's surely, there's surely been much, much scratching so the, the bottom portion of the piece is what we're going to have there and it's going to be separated. Um, so- So you're not going to have them together. They're going to be in different- Correct. Okay. Correct. So each segment of this piece, the, how it was originally um, conceived was to you know, be together. But then when I separated it, then I had to move forward and say, okay, I need each element to stand on its own and stand together. So, um, and that's after, you know, having conversations about the project and, you know, what the residents might appreciate. In addition to making sure I'm honoring my artistic integrity. Okay, Nikki, you can move it on to something else there. So, I mean, this slide is relevant, but the next slide I think has both of them there together. Okay. Okay, so let's talk about this. All right, so it doesn't matter. <laughs> go to the next one. We rehearsed this, we rehearsed this. <laughs> so go to the next one there and you'll see what I'm talking about. Okay, so um, this is how this piece evolved. Um, so the original drawing, in order to make the painting stand on its own, though it is still connected to the other part, you know, I had to think about how this is going to, you know, be, you know, really, you know, visually rich. Um, and Originally, I wanted to have these like dilapidated windows, uh, like rotted wood. You know, you can see the dry rot there. So that was my plan. But you know, when I thought about the community that's going to be engaging with it, I was thinking more about it being very fluid, and um, that still speaks to the portals. And then I had to make some adjustments with that upper area on the left um, because 
there's not just one way to enter a space. There's not just one way to exit a space. And these rectangular shapes, you know, like those shapes on the side are, you know, rectilinear on the left, those um, pole type shapes, uh, you know, they don't speak to the other organic shapes that um, can also speak to entryways. So those are portals that talk about or that I use as symbols to address you know, access. Okay, so that's access to feelings, access to emotional spaces, which I guess that people say that's feelings, but you know, also to uh, affordable housing, you know, that's a thing, you know, so um, there's that. So just to tell you a little bit, a little bit about the symbolism that you're seeing here. And then this red um, structure on the right, that's a platform. And I think we have a close-up image of that platform. It's kind of like a diving board. Do you want me to go to another slide? Yes, there should be a, a close-up of this so we can, there, well, yes, okay. So that's the other piece, but so the, those scratches you see there, this is layers and layers and layers of painting. And what I've added to this is the, um, in response to, you know, uh, uh, caring for the residents who are gonna be there, I've added those Sankofa symbols. Um, and, you know, like Cheryl with her symbolism, um, this is an Adinkra symbol, symbol and this Sankofa, normally you'll see it usually as a bird, but this is the, um, it's a stylized heart. Um, so this is really small, fine detail. And this, these piece, this piece is pretty much done. And I have a friend who tells me stop working on the painting just because it's in your apartment. You know? <laughs> <laughs> so it could we be done. We all felt that right there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she's like, it's, it's done, Paola. Yeah, but um, it's pretty much done. I just might, you know, I like to sit with it a little bit and then put the bow on it, if you will. Yeah, and it might be a little, some little tiny um, glazing that I will do, but you know the the majority of the work is done. And one of the things that I did to you know take this to the next level was adding that those symbols in there. And guests might not know, and this is something that is important to me. Guests might not know everything that's happening in an art piece, the viewer, but. Yeah they'll feel it, you know, if you put that energy into the work, the viewer will receive it. So it's like making someone a grilled cheese sandwich, you know, is it tasty and delicious? Or is it like, wow, this is food, I guess, you know, so, <laughs> so that's that. Um, so those, those Sankofa symbols, you'll see there, are, you know, happen throughout the piece. And the scratching is, it's like those bricks that we were talking about earlier, that 
you were talking about earlier, Tupac. It's like those bricks. It's the building, the building, the building, and all of that labor. So, and these are really tiny little scratches that I've done one by one by one by one. And that energy is about me loving on the things that matter to me. And that is community, you know, and these people who are going to be there and any of their guests or visitors to the residence or, you know, anyone passing through whenever they're allowed access to the space, they're gonna receive that energy from me. So let's go to another one, if there's another one. I think I have a couple of more details that I'd like for you to see some of the textural elements. Okay, so this is the one in the middle is, is that's, that's the entire right side of that piece, which is going to be um, on one wall and the other piece is gonna be on another. But this, I just wanted to share with you some of the textural elements. So not only do we have the um, visual texture, we also have the tactile texture that, you know, appeals to, you know, the physical, the, your, the desire to touch, right? Mm -hmm. So um, not that I would encourage anyone to touch any artwork at all, ever. <laughs> I know that, uh-huh, I see you. That disclaimer. <laughs> I don't encourage anyone to touch any artwork ever. You know, working in art spaces, it's a no-no. But I also know that people touch the art, okay? And if you, if you were to touch this work, it's going to, give you a sensation because it's very, um, you know, the tactile textures are very rich and um, varied. So um, is that tactile on the far left? Yes. Okay. So the, the far left, and so this, there are many ways of applying the paint and this is oil on birch panel. Oh. Um, mm -hmm. So the, there, there is pouring, and I have to use many mediums, different or several different mediums, to make sure that it cures and it doesn't drip on your floor later. Um, but so you know, you have to mix it with different mediums in order to make sure it's nice and cured. Um, but <clears throat> there's pouring here. You know, I've, I've scratched into the paint after it's dried. Um, scratched into the material while it's still moist. And I have, you know, gone on top of it with the brush, you know, and these are, so the second image, so the first image is where you're seeing some pouring and then some glazing on top. The second image, those, that's a thin layer of paint and then some, uh, those Sankofa symbols are painted on top. Right. Whereas the Sankofa symbols on the left, on the far mm -hmm. left, or no, I'm sorry, the far right, those symbols are scratched out, like the scraffito that Cheryl did in her borders. Yeah. Right. So there's like much, much variety and much, much layering, it, it, uh, quite a bit in this, these pieces. So definitely, 
you know, seeing them in person is, is going to change your experience. Very cool. So far. <laughs> and we have Taina saying, Kaula, I really love that you're so self-aware of your transference in the piece. Beautiful work and texture. Thank you. <laughs> yes, I can relate to your texture. <laughs> so now this last slide, I think this is the last one, yes? Yes. Okay, so this is the two, the two pieces. So if you remember back to the sketch, that was the bottom section. So you, you could visualize it together, but it's not gonna be together, so don't. <laughs> but you see how it, it, you know, it's, there are two separate parts and it's like um, any family or any relationship, you know, you're individually standing on your own, but you also come together. So that's what these two um, pieces are. And, oh, one last thing. The bars on the right, we didn't really talk about the piece on the right so much, but the pieces, the piece on the right, so this is another symbol that, that you'll see in a lot of my current works. Um, it's these bars that represent fences, because I was making a, quite a bit of work make, using fences, um, or gates. And those bars, are uh, they have a dual purpose. One is for protection to um, keep the enemy out, if you will. Well, not if you will, no, for protection, <laughs> to keep any, any, any enemy out and the other is uh, for safety not to keep the enemy out but to keep the goodness in yeah so it might sound similar but to me it is different you know you want to protect the goodness that you have and you know that is separate from keeping you know negative energy from coming to you so those bars are like the fence, the fences, you know. Not to be confused with other fences. <laughs> what other fences? <laughs> you know what I'm talking about, the border wall. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about. <laughs> well, so okay. this is this is the work, and I'm really excited to share this. Um, with that community. Mm -hmm. Thank you, thank you, thank you. So I think this is the end of our slides. Um, again, if you go to whatsyourelephant.org slash Aya Arts Project, you will see more details of uh, the project. You will see links to some of the virtual chats that we've had. Um, it's, it's all there. So let me just make sure, I think I went through all the comments. Um, Mark, okay, thank you all for sharing your gifts and talents. I'm blessed to be in your company. I'm currently in the University of Florida's first cohort in art and public health. 
and I'm going to make it my responsibility to reach out and patronize each of you in some way, shape, or form. Thank you and stay safe. Thank you so much, Mark. Absolutely. So um, this is- Nikki, could I interrupt a second? Sure. Ooh, I came really big. I, I just wanted to say that I, I did not tell people who could find me. And you can find me at Cielo Clayworks. That's C-I-E-L-O Clayworks. And if you, if you just put that into Google, you'll find whatever you need. Absolutely. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> You're welcome. Kathleen, did you mention where we could find more of your work or connect with you? I did not, but <laughs> if anybody's looking, um, you can find me at KathleenDean.com. I'm on Facebook, Instagram, and at the Y. <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. And um, yeah, I'll just throw in my, I think you can find me pretty much anywhere. I'm Googleable. <laughs> so Instagram, I have Nikki Lopez 19 and that's Nikki with one K. I understand that many people spell it with two Ks or C, but not I. So <laughs> Nikki Lopez 19, um, what's your elephant um, has its own Instagram and Nikki Lopez creative. But it, the hashtag Nikki Lopez um, presents, you'll find a lot of stuff um, also on Facebook as well. And What's Your Elephant? And um, I have another website, but it's really old, so I'm not going to say the name. <laughs> so, um, Kala, did you mention where we could find your stuff? Um, I did not. KalaNaima.com. I'm Googleable too, okay? <laughs> Googleable. 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 <laughs> Googleable me. So, uh, <laughs> so KalaNaima.com is my website, and um, I'm on the internet, and I always use my name, so, and it's not that common. So, KalaNaima <laughs> internet. Awesome. T-Pop, did you mention your, I think you might. I did, but I'll mention it again. Yeah, why not? T-Pop Art, follow me. <laughs> and David. Thank you, Nikki. Thank you. You're welcome. Absolutely. And David, um, he's on Instagram as well and has a website. I think it's davidimuir.com or davidiphoto. We can look it up and I'll put it in the text. But yes, yeah, so thank you so much. Huh? Google. Yeah, Google. Yes, yes. There's Google, David. There's a reporter, and then there's the the photographer. So clearly not the reporter, the other one. <laughs> um, but uh, you know, thank you all for being online. Um, oh, we have Taina. Um, Kali, your show is opening this month. No. Oh, yes, that's right. <laughs> well, I guess we should take plug opportunities. Yeah, yes. Um, Why not? Yes, we have a show coming up called In Tandem. It's going to be in um, here in Broward County, Fort Lauderdale. Yeah, Fort, La Fort Lauderdale. Um, in Tandem, Fat Village. 
March 25th. I just feel like it's tomorrow, but <laughs> March 25th. And it's going to be a really beautiful exhibition of um, artists and writers. So, you know, it, that's a pretty special thing. It's not uh, something we commonly experience. Artists at responding to, visual artists responding to literary artists. Um, and literary artists responding to visual artists. So definitely uh, make an appointment. And it turns out that we're here in Florida and they love opening things up here. So um, <laughs> there's actually gonna be an art walk and an opening, but of course limited, um, limited uh, capacity for guests. So definitely go check that out. May I ask where it's at in that village? The far gallery. So you know where the warehouses are. I, um, I, I have a studio there. I just for everybody else, I wanted to let them know. Yeah. <laughs> oh, okay. I do know where the far gallery is. Okay, it's that far gallery. Um, right there. Next to the project. Exactly. 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 Mm -hmm. <laughs> Any other plug away, plug away? Anybody Actually, else? I do have a plug. I do. I would like everybody to go to West Elm and South Day Atlanta to check out Billie Holiday installation that I have there going on for Women's History Month, the month of March. It was just for Black History, but they extended it for March as well. So check it out if you can. And from the pictures, it's so beautiful. Thank you, thank you. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Anybody else, anybody else? Well, okay, so while, while Kathleen is thinking of what she's gonna say. <laughs> I have probably too many things to, to plug. Um, I know, I know, right? But you know, no, yeah, no why not? There's no such thing. This is our time. I already called the networks and told them we're running a little late, so that's fine. <laughs> um, but um, yeah, I think I mentioned a little earlier, I'm also doing a project with the LA Lee YMCA Mizell Community Center. It's called the Sankofa Arts Project. Um, you could also find that on What's Your Elephant? Um, and um, working with Kathleen and Kaula is also one of the artists that's going to be doing that, um, doing art there. So we're, you know, incorporating some of the history of the Victor, the old Victory Theater, of the LA Lee YMCA, um, of the Provident Hospital, which is the first Black hospital in Broward County, um, and talking with elders and historians and community people to, you know, figure out what's going to, you know, how do we incorporate as much of the history and legacy as much as possible, as well as virtual programming. So. I did put that in the Facebook text, um, a link if you want to find out more. And then I also have the circle. It was every Tuesday. However, I'm going to start to do the first and third Tuesday of the month. So um, 8.30 to 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. I'm talking to artists, activists, social entrepreneurs, people doing great things in the world. And I think I've had everyone on here so uh, so definitely if you want to find out more, 
uh, it's on Facebook, it's on YouTube, it's on all the favorite um, podcast platforms. So that's, you know, kind of, and then what's your elephant? It's, a, it's a, everything that I do is touching in some way, if not in directly, it's indirectly, the What's Your Elephant program. So that's a program um, that uses the arts to create safe spaces to talk about anything unspoken. So there's exhibitions, there's artist talks, there's community talks, there's workshops, there's a lot of different layers. So you can find that all there. And that's, I'm gonna give the mic over to Kathleen. <laughs> Okay, so I, I'm going to plug the um, the Victory Black Box Theater, which will be located at the brand new L.A. Lee YMCA Mizell Community Center in the heart of historic Sistrunk. So this performing arts space will have about 200 seats. It's a black box theater, so it'll have, um, you know, multiple configurations. Um, we are building out a comprehensive arts program performing arts, fine arts. Uh, we are looking for spoken word artists, musicians, um, dancers, painters. Uh, we have an open call now because we are going to, while the building's still under construction, we're gonna start off with some virtual programming. So we've come up with a program called What's in the Box. If you would like to be part of that show and join our community, we want to we want to partner with as many artists and performers in the community. Um, you can contact me at cdean at ymcasouthflorida.com or you can inbox me on Facebook. Um, if you have my number, you can give me a call. I, I'm one of those people who answers the phone. <laughs> <laughs> and um, it's going to be a place for the community to come. We're, we're hoping to, you know, have collaborations going on, create new art, um, offer arts education classes, as well as some really fantastic shows. So it's the Victory Black Box Theater at the new LA Lee YMCA Mizell Community Center. Oh, thank you, thank you. And I just wanna give a quick shout out, I see Richard Untamed on the Facebook. He's one of the artists that also have work in the iArts project and he was on the first um, artist talk. Um, so thank you for joining us. And we have Dr. Ramona LaRoche saying Esther role play at the ARLIC, the African American Research Library and Center. It's Thursday to Sunday. So definitely something worth checking out. So, um, yeah, I think uh, I think this is it. Thank you so much. This is going to be on Facebook. Um, so if anybody have any other questions or comments that they didn't get in, um, I see uh, Jane and Trish said that my piece rem reminded them of Van Gogh's Starry Night. Oh, oh thank you. That's that. a compliment. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hopefully, hopefully one day I'll be worth that. So, um, but. Uh, you know, thank you to everyone that's on this uh, talk, the call with us today. Uh, thank you for your contributions. Thank you for your patience. Thank you for your artwork. Uh, thank you for, and, and there's a couple of you all that I call and I have questions and just so eager to, but you know, easy to help. And, 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 and so this is definitely um, a community effort and I'm really grateful for each and every one of you. So I am gonna sign off and say good night. 
Good night. Good night, everyone. Oh, Good night, oh, everybody. <laughs> Good night. Someone said you're cute, Carolyn. You have to check the Facebook. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry to disappoint Hello? you. <laughs> Who's cute? Huh? What is it? No, I said someone said Notre Dame is cute. Ooh. <laughs> but I won't bust his bubble, though. What's her name? Richard. <laughs> <laughs> One of the artists. <laughs> Absolutely. You're welcome, Dr. Right. Good night. Thank you, Nikki. Right. Bye. Bye. Welcome. Good night, guys. Good night. Good night. Thanks for having us. Absolutely.